Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to listen in wherever you're at and hear the Word of God and the truth preached. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we're airing a message entitled, Hard Things to Understand. If you would like to hear this message again or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Dispensations, dispensations, moral probationary periods. God is testing man under under certain circumstances. I'll give you the most obvious. Adam and Eve are innocent. They're sinless. They're in the garden. And, and they're told, you can freely eat of all these trees around here. I don't know how many there were. There was probably thousands, maybe millions of them. Who knows? But I'm certain there were at least thousands. And just this one, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, don't eat from it. And where did Eve end up hanging around? And, 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 and they failed the test. And they ended that dispensation of innocence with failure. And we have numerous dispensations since then. And we're in the middle of the church age. That's a dispensation. And there are dispensations yet to come. And so we looked at these and we found out that testaments and covenants and dispensations can run parallel. They can run concurrent. They can intersect. They can overlap. Um, and we've studied them with similitudes. We've studied them with contrasts. And don't worry if, if all of this isn't registering with you right now. Uh, just understand that we are to rightly divide the word. And by the way, I think it takes a lifetime of study. You know, people talk about he's a, a Bible scholar. The implication is that he's mastered the subject. I'm sorry. I don't think anybody masters the Bible. I don't think anybody masters the Bible. In fact, the greatest Bible teachers I've ever known call themselves and consider themselves students of the Word of God. The Word continually teaches them. They continually learn because it's an eternal book written by an eternal God. And it's an endless supply of understanding and teaching and comfort and admonition and exhortation. And we could go on and on and on. But let's take a look at this this word dispensation throughout the New Testament. Take your Bibles and go to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Uh, some people, even independent Baptists, break out in a rash when they hear the, bio, the word dispensation. And I don't understand why, because it's in the New Testament four times. I asked one of these guys one time, I said, uh, so you don't believe in dispensations? He said, no. I said, well, the word's found four times in the New Testament. I said, do you believe in the rapture? He said, yeah. I said, the word's not found in the New Testament. I said, do you believe in the Trinity? He goes, absolutely. I'm a Trinitarian. And I am too, by the way. And I said, well, you won't find the word Trinity anywhere in the Bible. So, I mean, you know, I just don't understand it. But let's take a look at it real quick here. Look at Ephesians chapter 1. Look, look at verse 10. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Now that's, I'll tell you, that of all the dispensations, that is the last one. That's the last one. That's when God wraps everything up. And here's how he describes it. It's called the dispensation of the fullness of times. He gathers together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on the earth, even in him. You understand that? 
I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, there's so much of this I don't understand. I do know this, that as Christians, when we get to heaven, it's going to be good. But I'll be honest with you, beyond that, I can't tell you a lot more. Because I look at stuff like that here. Okay, you, you want you want me to uh, uh, make you more confused in a termite and a yo-yo? Figure this one out. Collectively, as a body of Christ, we are called a what? A bride. A bride. A bride. Is that male or female? That's female. I'm going to be part of a bride. I don't understand it, but I know it's going to be good. But when you study the resurrection body of the believer, it's always spoken of in what gender? Male. How do you like that, ladies? <laughs> but collectively, we're a bride. Amen? And, and we're bone of his bone, and we're flesh of his flesh, and he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. And by the way, we will have identity in heaven. We've studied that in the past. We will have identity but we'll be together in one body and we'll be bone of his bone and we'll be uh, flesh of his flesh. And then the Bible says he'll gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. And we'll be joint heirs with Christ. And, and, and you see, it, it's out there and we'll understand it when we get there. But I really think, I think our understanding is limited at this point. In fact, I think that's part of why God says, I hath not seen, ear hasn't heard, neither has entered in the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Heaven, he gives you some descriptions. You got, you know, you got streets of gold and gates of pearl and all that other good stuff. But, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but it's not enough for me. I've argued with God more than once. You should have about five books of the Bible, at least 10 chapters long, dedicated to describing more about heaven than we already know. But you know what I think God knows that I don't know? By the way, he knows a lot that I don't know. And you too. <laughs> we couldn't handle it. So, so God just says, look, you, with your natural senses, even the similitudes and contrasts break down He's just basically saying, trust me, you're going to like it. So so there's a reference to dispensation, dispensation of the fullness of time. Uh, flip a couple pages forward and look at Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. We doing all right? Doing all right? I realize you know, it can get a little bit heavy here, but um, you, know what I, you know what I'd like? I'd like for you to be able to read your Bible, and when you come across verses you don't understand, you, you know how to handle them. You know what the process is. You know what the sequence is to dealing with them. Do you ever notice on a computer so much is about sequence? Knowing which thing to hit or prompt next. Because you might hit something that's part of the sequence, but if you hit it too soon... Or too late, everything can get thrown out of whack and then things just freeze up on you or you end up somewhere you don't want to be. And, and, and the Bible can be that way at times. So you get an understanding of these things. Look at chapter 3 and look at verse 1. Paul says, For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation, now watch the description here, 
of the grace of God, which is given me to you word. So, you know, prior, prior to Paul showing up on the scene, prior to the Jews rejecting their Messiah, their King, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, there were the God's people, the Jews and God's dealings with them and everybody else, the Gentiles. But now, now look what, look, look what the Bible is saying here. Paul is saying that he is, he is a prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. If you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given to me, to you word. You know what? This current dispensation when it comes to salvation is characterized by grace. It is characterized by grace. The worst sinner. And Paul said, I'm the chiefest of sinner. I'm the pattern. Paul hated Christians to the point where he approved of their torture. He approved of their murder. And he was zealous in promoting those things. And he becomes a trophy of God's grace. And he ends up preaching Christ. Now, now is that grace or what? And and so, folks, and you look at here in verse 3, how that by uh, revelation... He made known unto me there the mystery. There's that word again. As I wrote a four and a few words, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Verse 5, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men. And by the way, that's what a mystery is. Something previously unrevealed, and now it's revealed. He says it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body, and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. We were outside. We were referred to as dogs, Gentile dogs. But now we're we're part and parcel. We're part and parcel with the Jew in this body, in Christ. Look at Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. I, I know this isn't swing from the rafters stuff. Uh, I, I, I get it. And, and I get it that it doesn't tickle your funny bone. And I, and I get it that it's not very entertaining. And I get it that uh, we're making you think on a Sunday morning. Ah, oh, I've been thinking all week. I've been working all week. And I got my brain to relax a little bit on Saturday. And now you're making it work again. But it's going to help you as you read your Bible. It's going to help you. It's going to keep you from falling into error in the name of Christianity. You want to know what a lot of error within Christianity is? It's it's just someone stealing someone else's mail. That's all it is. You just need to understand whose mail you're reading. And when you're reading your own mail and when you're reading someone else's mail. It's really that simple in, in, in a lot of ways. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Hard Things to Understand by Pastor Rick DeMichael. As we heard in today's message, the Bible is first profitable in doctrine and should be rightly divided as it says in 2 Timothy 2.15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If you are listening here today and you are not saved or are unsure about your salvation, then I encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church at 208-888-4545. That's 208-888-4545. 
As mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information or find us on YouTube and Facebook. We also have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45, a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m., and our midweek service on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Our services have nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college age groups. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you today.